Hi everyone, I'm Asha, an Akashic Records reader, blogger and podcaster. In this series, we will demystify the Akashic Records by bringing to you bite-sized contents on frequently asked questions relating to the Akashic Records. We will also explore topics relating to spirituality, as well as practical application, learnings and reflections in the Akashic Records. My Akashic Masters are very excited to join us in this journey. We send much love, light and blessings to all. Welcome to episode 53 on Case Study 13, Deep Clarity in Soul's Purpose and Choices in Life with Miss I. So Miss I came to me for a themed Akashic Light reading and healing session which I have co-created with my Akashic Masters. So these are the questions that Miss I ask. On her first query, she asked, What is her soul's purpose? Miss I shared that currently, she is having a lot of challenges at work, and her health is not getting any better. She is thinking that maybe her soul's purpose is not aligned with her work and it is actually causing her health to get worse. So she would like to find out what is her soul's purpose, or is there anything that she can pursue? Soul's purpose can be general or specific. We have explored Miss I's soul's purpose based on her context shared. The Masters shared that your soul's purpose at work is to be your authentic self, showcasing your beliefs, assumptions, personality, likes and dislikes, thoughts as they are. And it feels like you are hiding your true self at your current work, which is somehow causing a lot of stress in you because there is much duality in the heart and mind. The heart says this way, the mind has to react in another way to appear more non-confrontational and accepting in the eyes of others. The duality in the heart and mind caused a lot of unhappiness and resentment within you, hoping to seek a change. You are struggling because you feel you are not in your authentic self and your authentic expression at work. Miss I shared that it makes a lot of sense, and she has been trying her best to survive through the work challenges for the past seven years. Is it that she is in the wrong path at the moment? The Masters wanted to explain what does it mean by being in your full authentic self and authentic expression. It will feel as if you are being very true and honest to yourself. What you present to yourself at home and what you present outwardly to society is the same person. You don't have to feel as if you wake up like one person. You step into the work. is another person altogether. When you feel aligned in your soul's purpose, the question they want to ask you back is, 
What makes you feel aligned energetically this way? In simple terms, what makes you feel like a similar person at home and in the work context? Where you just feel comfortable in your skin, you feel you can be honest to share your own views and beliefs without fear of being judged by others or without fear of getting into confrontation between management and you or between other people and you, which may cause any quarrels or divide. You just feel the peace and harmony where you are at. So that is something that will make you feel happy. On whether there are any specific careers or jobs that might help you to feel that kind of alignment, Miss I wanted to explore on two things. First, how to improve the current situation at work. And second, possible new jobs where she will feel more alignment. On the first query, how to improve the current situation at work, the master said that in order to improve the current situation, you must find the courage within yourself to be honest to your own views. So that is an important first step before we talk about embracing others and allowing others to embrace you as who you are. But right from the start, what can you do? How can you help yourself to be that courageous person that you are, to share the honest views? Because many times, we kind of are prevented from sharing our own views by a lot of assumptions or judgments that go on in our head or based on certain worst-case scenarios played out or based on certain issues that happened for other people or happened in the past. So we assumed there is no point. When we do something, the end result will fail, therefore no point. So therefore we become a little timid. We hide in our shell. But over time, we feel that there is much duality between heart and mind. We cannot be honest. It makes it very suffocating. We are at a place where we feel we can't be honest to ourselves. Like we have to pretend to be someone else. Or we have to pretend to be nice, caring and kind. But actually, we sometimes have our side where we want to disagree. Like we don't really agree, we don't fully embrace the approach that has been taken, but we have to pretend that we are alright, we go along with it. So to be able to change this situation is to really find that courage, that burning desire within you to kind of stand up for yourself at certain situations of course, exercising your own discretion. But at certain situations, where the subject matter is really important to you, you can say, this is my view and I stand by it. That's it. That's your courage. 
and we don't even think about all other things because that is how we honor ourselves. That is the courage for ourselves that we owe ourselves this kind of expression to be our authentic selves. Otherwise, our mind says one thing, our soul feels another thing, it is just troubling. On the second query, any possible new jobs where she will feel more alignment? The master said that you might fare well in roles that are more counselling or teaching in nature, where you play a nurturing role to others. Because you are motherly in nature, you are very patient and kind. So you tend to cope well and have that patience and bandwidth for very slow learners. So that is your strength. If there is something that interests you, arouses your curiosity, and you want to share with others, you can find something that might lead you to this. Miss I wanted to check whether healing work that is in her context pranic healing falls into this category, to which the masters replied, It is kind of a new area of work. You will feel like it is kind of a start-up enterprise for you when you venture into it. It is a little bit unknown and unfamiliar territory in terms of how you market yourself, how you promote your services, how much you charge to others, how to network and get your clients and all. And a lot of trust that the universe will provide have to come in. So there will be a lot of insecurities that come up. The masters encourage us, if we go into energy healing modalities, to try to do it on a part-time ad hoc basis first. Try not to do it full-time first. Because when we start out, sometimes we may not be fully in energetic alignment. Because as we are healing others, we are also working on ourselves. It is concurrent. At a certain point in our spiritual path, that readiness fully opens and we will be guided very clearly that we can take it full time. But before that, in order for you to make a living, try to keep this commitment part time first. So you juggle with a side career you have. To have time for both pranic healing and the career, you can consider a part-time or even freelance career. It can be, for example, a teaching or counselling role that gives you a stable income every month. So you have that taken care of. But at the same time, it is not to the extent of occupying your entire existence day and night. You find a job where maybe you need to sacrifice a little bit on the pay. But in exchange, you get much better hours like regular hours, working on weekdays, etc. And then you have more time for your spiritual pursuits. That means your energy healing stuff and you try to juggle both of them first. 
that will allow you to make a living as well as to work on your spiritual path and do both things at the same time without fearing that maybe the spiritual path you started out in a haze, then it doesn't work out, everything fails. Then we feel like the universe let us down. Like we trusted the universe, we just rushed in, and then the universe didn't send any clients to us. What is it? The master said that it is because we are not in energetic alignment yet. Why? Because we are not patient. In our haste, our four bodies, that means the physical, mental, emotional and spiritual bodies, are not ready. We rushed in and then things are not out for us yet. But take it slow and steady. Have a part-time job or something with regular hours. Do this side hustle. And one day, when you are ready, the masters will clearly guide you on how to make it full-time. Miss I shared that spirituality was not something she looked at before. In the past seven years, she kept meeting up friends and getting more into this spiritual knowledge and all this healing. Knowledge just keep coming in. And she is curious to explore more. That's why it prompted her to think that maybe there is another purpose for her instead of this job. To which her masters added that you have many options ahead of you. You are not a fixed path. That means you are not a fixed path where you are at this career, then you must suffer through this career. Or you must make a job switch to counselling or healing. You have flexibility in paths. And you can even have a mixed. That means, for example, teaching and a bit of healing, there's overlap. It is not so straightforward. So always be very open-minded about your options and your choices and what comes up for you. That's the best you can harness everything based on your skill sets. And you have this very nurturing side of you, which is a strength to be harnessed. So when you look at causes, be it healing causes or jobs, try to find something where you feel like you can play a nurturing role in it. You can just be yourself honestly, teach what you believe in, and then this nurturing side where you can kind of coach be it students, peers, or even the spiritually unawakened. So you can have this side where you impart your knowledge in the most honest, authentic expression of you. And that will make you feel like you are in alignment with your soul. You don't even have to deceive anyone or put up a fake front or not be honest with your feelings. You are just totally in the flow of your soul alignment. Miss I said she felt that is what she should be doing. She thanked for the clarification and confirmation. At least she knows that should be where she should go. 
On the use of the word should, the masters shared two things. The first thing is choice. You always have a choice. Don't take their words as dictating that it should be the way, because you have many pathways. So always remember that. Even for healing, there are many healing pathways. For example, for pranic healing, when we go deeper and deeper, there is more and more. It is a never-ending spiritual journey, and at the core of it, it is really to awaken and find your true essence from within. So it looks like we are going all the way out externally, but we are actually coming home to ourselves, our most authentic selves, as we peel through the layers through whatever causes available for us. So all these causes facilitate us to know ourselves and our true expression better. The second thing is to have the courage to take the guided actions when necessary, because a lot of times, if we keep all these ideas in theory, they are all in the ethereal realms. For example, when we have an idea, we just think about it; it is actually up there. But we haven't really taken enough actions to bring it down in reality. So, for example, we are very certain that we have enough of this job. We want a job switch, or maybe we want to do more in this job. But we are not taking actions to create a current or a wave of change. Then things will remain stagnant. We will wonder after the Akashic Record session. You know, I thought I spoke to masters. Masters said this and that. In my mind, I also thought very good. But why aren't things happening in reality? They said it is because we don't have the courage to step in to make the necessary changes. So things remain stagnant. So that's very important. Taking actions. On Miss I's second query, she asked whether she needs to go for surgery for her goiter condition. On her health, she has been diagnosed with goiter. She started taking these causes for self-healing, and also explore them further. Sometimes the results are not that good. And she guessed that her only choice left is surgery. She didn't want to go for surgery. The master said that first, self-healing takes a very long time to materialize results in the physical body. It may sometimes even take ten years. So, are you prepared to wait? It requires very consistent work. Efforts and dedication in your daily practice, in whatever module you are working on. So, for example, if you are into pranic healing, then it is something you really have to do it daily, for even up to ten years before you can see the results, because it is very slow. 
Why is it very slow? Because when we do all this energy healing, it is on the different layers of our body outside of us. Beyond the physical, there's the emotional, mental, spiritual bodies and the auric fields. So that healing will be sent to whichever body that needs the healing as well. So the physical body is often the last to heal. Because energetically, it will sometimes take care of the outside first. So in your case, they are saying it may even take up to 10 years. Are you prepared to wait? If you are prepared to wait, you must be prepared to put in the consistent efforts and it may take time to materialize noticeable improvements in your condition. On whether surgery is really necessary, the master said yes and no. Yes, if you feel like you are in a lot of pain, that makes it very difficult to cope even on a daily basis. Then you might want to consider surgery. Of course, we are talking about self-healing. It takes time to materialize. In your case, they are even saying up to 10 years for daily efforts to see really noticeable improvements. If it is really causing a lot of discomfort and pain within you, you want to shorten it, then this would be an easy way out to do so. No, the condition itself is not harmful to your body even though it causes pain and sometimes discomfort. It is not something where severe consequence will follow if you omit surgery altogether. Miss I shared if she chooses surgery, it is not a guarantee and she'll be on medication for her whole life. That was the reason why she wanted to avoid surgery. She understands now but emotionally it affects her because a lot of people, when they see her, they will look away from her. The master suggested that if you haven't been meditating, to try to keep up with a meditation practice to help you to release the opinions and judgments that you take on from other people, which are very suffocating for you not just in your work, but also in your social circles, basically everywhere. So sometimes in meditation, what we can do is to basically sit in silence. Pranic healing has several meditations like twin hearts meditation and all. Sometimes, maybe at the start or even at the end of meditation, we can simply say, I release all energies, thoughts, emotions and feelings of others that I have taken on for them or from them, whether known or unknown to me. By saying this, it helps us to release slowly all this garbage that we take on from others that are not necessarily true or because of their own limiting beliefs and assumptions, where everybody has this perfect image of how others should be in mind. 
And when they see that someone is less than perfect in almost every area of life, in intelligence, looks, health, whatever, then they will have their own set of comments. But always remember, the issue is with them. It is not with you. The issue they see is because they have this very flawed image, ideals, and expectations based on what they imagined in their mind versus the reality. So they compare their perfection in mind versus what happens in reality. Then they feel very disturbed. They feel that they need to have a say. They feel that they need to impose some harsh judgments. But that is really not necessary. And that is because they have these very tainted and very limiting beliefs. It has nothing to do with you. The Master's reminded to trust that we are perfect in our own unique ways. It is very hard for us to understand sometimes because we have this perfection ideal in mind that a human has to have this perfect health, this perfect physical looks, or even intelligence. What do you mean by perfect? Compared to others in reality, I'm not even perfect. I have so many flaws and shortcomings. They say that is because you take on other people's opinions and judgments. We don't have to be bothered by them. Why? Because ultimately, we are all children of God or source. Within each of us, deep down in our hearts, it is a key or pathway back to God or source. We have the light or true essence in us. What's there to compare? We don't need to care about other people's tainted ideals because we are divine. We are seeded from the divine. We are children of God or source. And we are created in that image of God or source. So there's nothing to worry about. In summary, they say, First, there's nothing to worry about. Second, for your meditation practice to release all these emotions and feelings of others. Third, people see you in the tainted way because of their own limited understanding, beliefs and divine consciousness. They're just limited in their own ways. Fourth, you are perfect in your own unique expression. It is because we didn't truly stand in our own divinity. We haven't fully accepted that we can be perfect. There's a part of you that sort of feels you're unworthy. They are also saying there's some self-esteem and confidence issues somewhere. Because of all the childhood issues and trauma that you have undergone, that made you feel inferior. And you need to let go of all this past baggage. Because your childhood experiences don't define you as an adult. They are in the past. And whoever said those hurtful comments, words or judgments on you in the past, 
they had all those limited knowledge and assumptions about you, which are never true. Don't take it to heart. Of course, it is easier said than done. Almost everyone carries our childhood baggage. But it is also time for you to let go of the past. And through going into that experience of healing your own childhood wounds, you open up pathways for yourself in the present and future, and also to guide others, even children, along the way. And that actually falls in nicely with your nurturing self, which is your inner strength that is waiting to be utilized or harnessed. So sometimes, your pain can be the best gift that you can offer to humanity. The pain that you have gone through have made you so resilient, persistent and determined. So when you have fully undergone that healing through your past pain, your soul will undergo a transformation and an upgrade. And therefore, you will have the light codes embedded in you of a higher level. Because you have gained the knowledge from your past wounds and therefore bring others along the path with you. People who are undergoing similar issues as you experienced in the past. You will teach them how to overcome these obstacles through your personal experience. On Miss I's third query, she asked, On her health, would it help to heal faster if she can find a way to unload all this baggage? To which her masters said yes. When you heal your emotional wounds, it will translate to speedier healing in the physical body. All medical conditions in the physical body arise because of some energetic issues in the first place. And this energetic haywiring sometimes happens because of all these emotional wounds that we took up. Everyone has gone through some kind of trauma. So long as it is not in alignment with your soul, it is a trauma. People often think that trauma must be very serious, must be tortured. It doesn't necessarily have to be tortured. It can be any form, any expression. As a child, it was a very vulnerable part of our childhood because we didn't know how to protect ourselves. We didn't know what to say and we kind of feel alone. We are always trying to take guidance from our parents, from the authority, from the people above us on what should be right or wrong, what should be the case. And we ended up being hurt or scolded in a lot of occasions. People gave us the wrong decisions, the wrong opinions, hurtful judgments and remarks that they didn't even bother to filter. They just offloaded on us as if we were rubbish or disposable trash. That kind of feeling. So it is a deep trauma within, in the heart space and in the sacral. In the heart, 
there's so much repressed feelings within. A lot that you want to say, but you feel you can't say. And you feel that you have to hide your true feelings and thoughts. Because when you say that, people may not like or accept you. You may feel abandoned. And in your sacral chakra, you also suppressed a lot of emotions. So the sacral is somewhere beneath or below the belly button. It is where we store a lot of emotions. They are saying you suppress a lot of feelings and it all gets stuck there. Because the heart is wounded by all these childhood wounds, the sacral stores a lot of suppressed emotions, then it creates energetic blockages in the body. Exploring pranic healing is a good way because you are getting slowly mindful that maybe you want to work on some energy healing within. So when there are blockages, the whole chakra system can't flow very well. It also affects your throat. In your throat, you also feel corded by other people's energies. So we need to work on cutting the cords at the back of your throat later. Because they are showing me that people infused their opinions and judgments on you. Be it past or present lives, it goes at the back of your throat. So you can't really see and you feel you can't speak your truth. During the healing session later, we can do some clearing for the throat, heart and sacral chakras for you. That will help you to speak your truth. Also, to open your heart a little bit. But opening up the heart is in layers. The masters don't do this drastic energetic blast to your heart to open it up. Then suddenly all the baggage pours out and you are freed. It doesn't work this way. Because when the trauma is deep, we do it bit by bit so it is at a very comfortable level that your heart can cope. Otherwise, you might feel very shocked at the intensity of the pain. Then for the sacral, we usually release whatever can be released at each stage to help you to feel lighter within because you are taking on a lot of baggage. Within you, there are also childhood wounds that you need to work on as well. On the fourth query, Miss I asks, what else do the masters want to share with her? Note that you are loved and cared for by your team of Akashic masters, by them. They truly love you very deeply. They are always with you every day, whether you know it or not. And they try to make their presence felt with you. Because it is very subtle, Sometimes we may not be sensitive enough to feel that they are with us, and then we feel left alone and abandoned by the world. Sometimes we feel like our masters or gods or goddesses let us down. They are not there for us when we needed them. It feels like they are so distant up there in the clouds, and we are left all alone on earth. 
They want me to let you know that they love and care for you a lot. They are always ready to support you. They encourage and motivate you to embark on the healing for yourself. It is a good start for the energetic healing. If you are keen on exploring, it is good for you. Because through all these things, you will get to know yourself better. And through that, you will also slowly get to know them better. Because deep within you resides them. So your theme of Akashic Masters is also your highest form of expression. When you come into your full, authentic, highest expression, it is them. You embody their divine qualities from deep down. So that is why they are specially chosen to take care of you and be with you, because they embody your qualities. When you are in full, authentic expression, you are them and they are you. There's no difference. You are one. I'm sensing amongst them, there are some very strong divine feminine energies in the group. I think I saw a lady in white as well. It doesn't really matter who each of them is. You may even have your own gods or goddesses. They are a team. When you come into your full expression, it is a symbol of divine feminine. You're fully in your feminine expression of intuition, expression, creativity, and you have that confidence and courage to just be who you are, speak your truth, and just being in the flow. Very creative and just allowing things to unfold and happen for you. At the same time, you have this very nurturing and compassionate side. What you have and what you can achieve is basically them. In summary, when you go into energy healing, you get to know yourself better, and through that, you get to know them better. Miss I shared that she had seen the lady in white in her dreams once, but she got scared. She was unsure if it was really her or maybe it was a dream. On this query, I immediately sensed a shiver on the right side of my body. The lady in white shared that she wasn't a ghost. She said that she is a divine feminine expression for you. I was reminded that just now, I shared with you that they tried to make their presence felt for you. But you may not always be sensitive to know. And then just now, in the team of Akashic Masters standing in front of me, she stood right in front, and she's in white, full white dress. Miss I shared that she was playing around with crystals. Someone taught her that she needed to feel the crystals, so she was feeling around the crystals. Suddenly, she fell asleep, saw this lady, and got scared. The lady in white reiterated that she's not a ghost. Like all your Akashic Masters, she loves and supports you. So you can connect with the crystal, and through that, you can intend to connect with her as well. You can say things like, 
I intend to connect with my Akashic Master from the fifth dimension, who is this lady in white. Allow me to feel her energies. Why you say that? Because you already said Akashic Master fifth dimension. So your intention is not to attract that kind of lower entities or beings or seven-month goals somewhere floating to your crystal. So that is not going to happen. You said it very clearly. I intend to connect with my Akashic Master, one of whom is a lady in white, fifth dimension. And you can say things like, allow me to feel your energies. You don't have to see. Because the sense of sight can sometimes be very stressful. If we are not in a dream state and sleeping, sometimes we can't see. They are saying you have this divine feminine highest expression in you, so you can sense quite well. You are more sensitive by nature. If you really slow down, keep calm, don't fall asleep, and then just take your time, you can feel it. And you can ask her, I intend to connect with you. Allow me to feel your energies. And then you feel. What then differentiates her from some lower entities? The feeling you should get is one of love, compassion and peace. That is a good indicator that this is authentic stuff. When you feel like the moment you connect, you feel so uncomfortable or you feel your heart just clench and you feel you are in the wrong place with a wrong being, that is when you are connecting with the wrong one. If it is a proper fifth dimension Akashic master, you should feel very loved, supported and very calm. They may not always talk. Sometimes they are very quiet. They just stand in front or beside you. They will then extend their energies to you. So you will feel some tingling sensation. So you just sit there and feel them. Over time, because you keep calling them, you form this bond. Just now when I saw the lady in white, it is very obvious. Unless they really want to connect with you, they usually don't make it so obvious. They are usually just one beam of light, one group. But for this one, she stood in front. So it is very obvious that she's a lady in white. And she wants to connect with you more personally. So it might be something you want to take it further. Miss I shared that the incident happened last year and she had no clues. She can feel the energies of people and places which she noticed recently. She wasn't into spirituality, so she's just discovering all this now. To which the master said that it is time for you to discover the spirituality this year, or even next year. It is time for you to embark on the path. And your soul is actually most aligned to embark on this path right now. Especially this year is a period of transformation for mankind. It is a good time for you to go on this path. The masters also reminded to take guided actions. Don't just think in theory. 
But because we take actions, we often think of the worst-case scenarios. By the time we want to take, we think better don't take, too risky, or what if it is a wrong move, then after that this and that happens? They say, take the calculated risk, take the action. If it is something on your mind for six months already or more, it is an indication for you to just pursue whatever cause that you are already thinking of for such a long time. Why keep it in the upper realms, in the space somewhere, in a possible timeline you may discover it? Why not just bring it down by taking some concrete actions? And then that will help manifest in reality. So a lot of people talk about manifestation, manifest money, manifest this and that. But they are not doing anything in reality. So what's the point? Like creating a wish, write down the wish, write down the resolution, but nothing done. Then the next year, look at the resolution, still the same, nothing done. Then we wonder, how come people's New Year resolutions work so well, but my New Year resolution doesn't seem to work? It is because they remind there's a lack of guided actions taken. That's why it is all stuck there. It is not that it won't happen for you. It will happen. It is all the possible timelines up there. But you need to take actions so that they know that, okay, Miss I, you have made a conscious choice. You're going to take this timeline A, which is to pursue the spiritual path of pranic healing, then deepen the healing and be a part-time healer. You have taken this path. Okay, so come down. We will manifest it in reality with her. Next, we move on for the healing segment. Miss I wanted the healing to focus on reducing the blurriness and confusion that she feels. Sometimes when someone questions her, everything shuts down. It is just blur and she can't see anything. She doesn't know why and doesn't know how to come out of it. She will start to panic, feel like she's drowning, but she doesn't know what to do. We went through a guided meditation where we covered the following steps. First, we caught in Miss I's team of Akashic Masters to surround her. Second, we connected to the central pillar of light. Third, we swept her auric fuse both anti-clockwise and also clockwise. Fourth, we released all energies, thoughts, emotions and feelings of others that we have taken on for them or from them, whether known or unknown to us. Fifth, we also worked with the Akashic Masters to cut away the cords at the back of Miss I's throat that is stifling Miss I from speaking the truth, be it past or present lifetimes, and send clearing to the truth. Six, we invited Miss I's Akashic Master, in particular the Lady in White, to gently send loving energies to her heart space and to release slowly and gradually whatever baggage and density in the heart space 
that are ready to live at this stage. Seven, we release dense energies and emotions from the lower three energy centers, which are the solar plexus, the sacral, and the base chakras. Eight, we ran the akashic light clearings and activations, which are energetic commands that assist the body to heal and shift, as it may be ready and as aligned to our highest good. It can cover physical, mental, emotional, and or spiritual bodies, and the commands usually runs during the session, as well as three to five days after the session. And lastly, we caught back all of Miss I's personal power, energy, and soul parts that she might have given away or taken away from her or leaked out, whether in past or present lifetimes and in all dimensions. For the Akashic Light Clearings and Activations, we were guided to run Inner Child Healing to assist Miss I to heal her experiences as a child, which is between the ages of 0 to 12 years old, whether past or present lifetimes, where she didn't feel safe, loved or protected, that created wounds that led on to adulthood and beyond. We also send healing to her family pains, which are all the judgments, ancestral bondages that she might have taken on, as well as any other trauma from the family, whether known or unknown to her. We also ran the energetic command for fear to help her to release all kinds of fear whether known or unknown to her in present or past lives that are ready to live. Also, fear of change, which is more specific, to help her remove that fear of moving beyond the comfort zone. For example, it will come in handy if she's considering a change of job or taking up the healing modality. We also ran the Akashic Light Clearing and Activation for Release, to release all negative beliefs, thoughts, emotions, people that may not be good for us to keep, basically stuff that we have been holding on for a long time. We ran Trust Thyself to enhance her trust towards herself in making the best decisions for herself. We ran Self-Esteem and Confidence to allow her to feel more confident from within to try new things to embark on plans. We ran doubt and confusion to help to reduce that blurriness and confusion that she feels, as well as clarity to enhance the clarity of mind in both thinking and also expression. We ran the Akashic Light Clearing and Activation to merge with Higher Self, for her to merge with the part of herself, the higher part of her, that is wise, whole and complete knows what she needs and not just what she wants. Lastly, we ran protection light grid to create a shield of protection six feet around her to protect her from negative foreign energies that may not be good for her. Miss I kindly shared her testimonial and experience for this session. I'm truly grateful to Asha and her Akashic Masters for helping me to connect with my Akashic guides. Asha is superb. 
providing a well-structured reading with deep clarity on each question asked. After years of feeling uncertain and lost, I was finally able to receive some clarity on my authentic purpose of life and to chart my new journey ahead. I found during the session that I had a lot of childhood wounds that caused blockages and needed specific healing. As for my current career, a lot of stress arose from not being able to speak my truth. I'm also grateful for the advice given on my health condition and the clarity on how all was connected. Looking forward and excited to connect with my spiritual guides. Thank you, Asha and her Akashic Masters, for this precious experience. Much love, Miss I. To end off this sharing, we would like to extend our sincere thanks, gratitude and appreciation to Miss I for courageously coming forward with her story and generously sharing it for everyone so that we can all learn and benefit from what her Akashic Masters shared. With love and blessings, Asha and Akashic Masters. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. If you would like to read about my dialogues and reflections with the Akashic Masters, you can visit my free blog at asha-akashicrecords.com. Till next time, take care.